Suresh Gobin, Parasitology Head of Department UN, SSION, Friendship Group for Interreligious Service Coordinator, International Coordinator for Community Engagement for Public Outreach Committee. Professor Suresh Gobin, please. Dear brothers and sisters, learned speakers whom I have the great privilege of sharing the same stage this morning, uh, brothers and sisters, I know. I have a very difficult topic. The others have had actually a relatively easy one. Firstly, <laughs> in, in a description, when we are talking about a subject, we must now explain to you what is grace. And that in itself is a huge big, if I can explain to you that, what is grace? Wow, I would have been enlightened by now. So, <laughs> it's a subject which is very difficult to explain. But how do you get something, how do you want to secure something that you don't really know what you're securing? So this is the paradox of it. But as how Dr. Venkat explained with regarding to how to remain pure, and Dr. Pardal explained that everything is related to the body and mind, and beautifully expressed by professor who explained about cancer. Now we are finishing this divine prescription and you are just about to leave this hall for lunch. I am not aware that I am standing between you and your lunch. <laughs> but as you leave this clinic if you like, the doctor normally will say something collectively. How do you make sure that what you have actually got now, how do you preserve it? So this is the final recommendation, the final prescription. So, security is grace. Now look at what Swami said. See, what do you want? You pray to Swami. Swami, what do you want? I want, to, I want to progress in this world. All of you want to progress. You want house to be bigger, you want your family to grow up well, you want children to become good doctors and lawyers because you are Indians. And <laughs> you, must be, you must be like that. You must have bigger You want to progress well. So you ask, come to Swami with all those degrees. Swami, I want to progress well. How do I do that? And Swami, with God's grace, you can progress fearlessly. It's very powerful quote. In the world, with God's grace, you can progress. So the youth who are listening to this now, you should be now saying, wow, this is fantastic. If I can have grace and I can progress well, then why not? Why is struggle and hard and all that? But by saying to us, you progress, progress fearlessly. There's no point having a million dollars and then forever fearing who will take it. <laughs> there are a lot of rich people and good people. <laughs> so fearful. If we don't do that, now the lizards do it so well. You know? <laughs> so this point is that with God's grace, you can live fearlessly. And how do you know that whether you are living fearlessly? The point is whether you are having worry, whether you are having anxious anxiety. If you are having all this, it is an expression that the grace is somehow or other not coming in. It's a very powerful word that we need to translate. See, the science, the researchers have come and said here that epigenetics, epigenetics is a very powerful science. Uh, I, I work a lot with microbiota, microbiome, gut brain axis, and all that. We've done some papers on this. So I'm just letting you know, what it means is that with environment you can change. Then why not people here become the environment itself? Who can cause that trigger that change? That's a very important point to think. We say environment is not anywhere else, you, you. With the collective people living a positive lifestyle, you can change because Singapore actually has a very relatively high level of stress. 
you can see that. And I can say incidences also rising. I mean, this is something not just in Singapore, very long, a lot of urban cities uh, suffer this. Then you are Swami. Okay, Swami, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And I must say, I'm also more trouble. See, when you're struggling to get progress, money, fame, glory, I must say, more trouble. Yes, but well, why should you be troubled? Now, Swami explained. Grace is like the morphine, the pain is not felt, though you go through it. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. That means to say, I, must, I will progress better, but at the same time, I will also not experience any trouble because don't forget, I've come with the luggage from my previous life. I've come with all those luggages. It will suffocate me. But Baba said, if you trust me, have faith in me, you will go through life, but grace is like morphine. This is a double thing. That means to say, I can now reach success without much trouble and go through life smoothly. Well, this is a very powerful spiritual uh, antidote to the kind of living that we are living now. This is the answer. This is why we need to secure the grace. But there is a misnomer. What is that? Which is the fact that you don't need to secure it because you already have it. It's about discovering it and making us realize that you have it. That's all. You don't have to go somewhere and get it somewhere. It's not anywhere else. All of us are blessed with it. Whichever religion you follow and sincerely follow, we have it in abundance. Now, God's grace is like a shower of the rain. Uh, you have to do some spiritual discipline. This is the problem, okay? This is a little bit small table here. Yes, you want no trouble, okay? No trouble, not an issue. You want to get everything, that's also okay. But small little fee. What is that? Fee is that some spiritual discipline to acquire. Spiritual discipline. The spiritual discipline of keeping a pot upright to receive the rain. The spiritual discipline of opening the door of your heart so that the sun may illuminate. Pray for grace, but do at least this little spiritual discipline. Grace will set everything right. Its main consequence is self-realization, but there are other incidental benefits too. That's the point. That means to say, what is a spiritual discipline? This is our problem. Our problem is that this big thing wearing white and white and appearing in the Sai Center confers us the status that we are spiritual. <laughs> it is almost assuming that you go to the gym, muscles will develop. <laughs> Why are you so sick? Why are you not well? Yes, I do exercise. Really? What do you do? I go to the gym and then watch other people exercise. <laughs> so this is what's happening in the spiritual arena. We appear in the budget hall, we sing, sing and do only one one exercise, and we think we are spiritual. We are the self mean We are spiritual people. <laughs> it is almost like passing through a medical uh, university and you calling yourself a doctor. I pass that five times a day. <laughs> so as a result, I am a doctor. Cannot be. There is some, some effort that needs to be done. But I can say, you may say that progress is possible only through my grace. But though my heart is soft as butter, it melts only when there is some warmth in your prayer. Unless you make some discipline effort, some spiritual discipline, grace cannot descend on you. The yearning, the agony of unfulfilled aim, that is the warmth that is in my heart. Now you see very interestingly, only we can attain something higher. Other beings cannot. We have got this human body. So the question is, how many of you, every day, at any one point of time in the day, meditate. Okay, two hands <laughs> How many of you do you don't do meditation? What about meditation? <laughs> okay, so now the point here is that that is the point. The fact is, 
that two of you raised your hands and said that you are not doing it regularly means Baba's first code of conduct daily meditation and prayer. But we substituted, we said daily meditation or prayer. We put that two letters in. Can you see that this is a sadhana of us taking an effort to sit somewhere and do it quietly? It's not happening. How many of you have read all the Vahinis? Swami's Vahinis. You know Prema Vahini, Dharma Vahini, Prashanti Vahini? How many of you read? Do you know Vahini? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know Sai Baba? <laughs> now you see, the point of the thing is that we love Swami. Baba is my guru. Swami is my guru. I will do anything for him. Alright? What, what, what did he say? That all you don't ask me. <laughs> The Vaginis are very good on a hot day. What do you do? <laughs> so the point is that when we have not undertaken to even understand what he is trying to say, then how can you say or how can I say we love him? Doesn't make sense. The only exercise we do, I would claim to be doing is appearing in the bhajan and maybe occasional sporadic seva. So the four integral yoga which is stated in the ninth code of conduct, if it is not fulfilled then the spiritual sadhana part of it doesn't come in. Can you see there's a, there's a mismatch in our expectations and a mismatch in his expectation. I asked Swami in the interview room, as we were sitting there, I took Swami's hands and put on my head. He asked me, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, Swami, I want enlightenment now. Give me now. Swami said, Enlightenment is not a business transaction for me to give it for you today. <laughs> you have to earn it, Baba said. So the whole point is we've got to earn. Earning means we have to be very serious. Do you know what we suffer from? Uh, since we are in the medical line, we suffer from what is called spiritual Alzheimer's. <laughs> we have come into this world, we have come into this world, and we've forgotten to go back. And it's a beautiful story, if you see the movie, Amitabh Bachchan's movie called Black, where he had to run Those of you who don't watch movie, I just start after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but if you watch a movie, in Amitabh Bachchan's movie Black, it's a very powerful realization, he goes out into the town, and then suddenly he loses his memory, he cannot come back home. And so some other people come back and drop him back, and slowly he develops his Alzheimer's, and he loses his memory. We suffer from that, spiritual Alzheimer's. And Baba said this nicely in Mansoon Showers. Baba said that the whole reason, the only purpose is to know what our nature and to know how to get back. That's all. How to get back home. You and I, we have to go back to the same place, our home. You may come from Singapore, I may have come from Malaysia. We come from different houses. But remember, we all are going back to the same home. Except maybe some people will be faster, some people will be slower, some people will take time, but you all are there. <laughs> so the whole point here in the story is that we need to reach back. And we, we are all six, we all are going to go back. When we discuss how to go back, that becomes satsang, sangha of the sat. Not just sitting down, having opinion, what is your opinion on my opinion about it. Who wants your opinion? <laughs> So what the whole point is, what does Swami say? How to come back? So he's asking us now to return back, to return back. That is why we suffer fear. And in Krishna's Bhagavad Gita, the first quality is fearlessness. That is why Bhagavad said fearlessly. The patient was shivering in the operation theatre, and the doctor came, see, why are you so scared? Doctor, this is my first operation. Doctor said, don't worry, this is also my first operation. <laughs> 
Baba said, my grace is proportional to effort. So now I try to win grace by removing habits, reducing desires, and defining our nature. Full stop period. Which means to say, at the end of the day, we just need to exert effort. And we don't need to worry about the grace because grace is a natural effect of that. So it is a very simple way. How do you know you have already got the grace? How we knowing that we've got grace is to follow the acronym Psi also. So S there stands for the first letter, which stands for surrender. How do you know you have not surrendered? Very simple, you come to the altar, you pray, and then you take the same worry back. That means you are not surrendered. Many people they have a lot of worry. I asked one mother, why are you worried? Do you know why? I said, mother, I have to worry. Do you think that by worrying, you see, they have got a presumed assumption that by worrying, you have got an assumed responsibility. Responsibility is translated by worry. And with Paul Dahl's, Dr. Paul Dahl's statement, the moment you worry, it affects your head. There is a neurotransmitter in the brain connected to the gut. It changes your whole microbiota. The digestion powers will become lesser. So by continuously, anxiously worrying about something, you are continuously influencing the uptake of food, your whole absorption, your physiology of your body which is going to be disturbed and altered. And this is why long-term result will manifest in disease. Disease means very simple. When everything is going, it is at ease. When it is not going at ease, it becomes disease. <laughs> so this is a simple definition. That means everything must now have a flow to the whole thing. So we must become healthy by having healthy thoughts. The point is, first point is surrender. Second point, the first point also is that many people cannot, what do you mean? We are, when we do work, we have to have results. I mean, when you do work, you have to have, and Baba said, you have to become detached to the result. Not possible. It's talking illogical. <laughs> when you do something, you must expect yourself. How are you saying surrender? How are you saying surrender? Can you see the sun puts the two legs? What is happening? You're not studying? No. Why? Surrender. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you go into the when you go into the examination hall, the teacher puts a zero, the student goes inside. Teacher, I don't think I deserve a zero. Teacher says, I also don't think so, but that's the lowest mark I can give you. <laughs> So surrender simply means that the distance between the action and the results must become larger and larger and larger and larger. So when suddenly you find it larger, and that is the reason why we are orientated towards selfless service, people don't understand. What's the point of you going to the local like, oh, sorry, and old folks home and come back? There's, there's a point. They are trying, why are you coming to old folks home? No reason. Is your father there in old folks home? Nothing. Are you standing for election? No. Are you getting any money? No. Then why did you come? No reason. Wow, which is what an orientation program where there's action, but there's no result. So action and result when it is separate and separate and separate and separate, you're slowly being orientated to the concept of detachment. When I'm becoming detached, 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 detached like that, wow, Baba said the greatest sadhana is to shift your attachment from the body to the spirit. The whole thing is that we have to be very conscious of our body, very conscious of our status, very conscious of this yasu. <laughs> this is the typical thing. So when you continuously think about these things, it will develop anxiety. The moment you have anxiety, gut, stomach, head is in the neurotransmitter affecting your gut, which translates and affects the whole system here. I'm telling you, every thought influences your stomach. We've got a very big research. There were 25 people who were asked to write research from my university. 
we have submitted a big proposal on it is going into millions. Uh, and I told the medical doctors, there's no point being MPPS and FRCP and sitting on here. And when the patients come from there, with your medical knowledge, you're only going to uh, tell the cancer is first stage, second stage, third stage. <laughs> your medicine knowledge is only used for labeling the disease. What is the use? Intelligence is about predicting disease. Intelligence is about preventing disease. So we have wrote this whole proposal with the whole team of colorectal cancer. Very happy. So I'm I think he wanted this. Our group was the only one who won that international grant. So we are using this money now for the purposes of elucidating microbiota and emotions. It's a very big science that is there. So you're right, it's a very, very big field. So this is grace. It takes in terms of proportional effort. So from today, when you're going out now, effort. So tomorrow morning, you get up. Few minutes sitting meditation, the extra time you take from everything else, commit to go to Sister Vasanta and say, What is there anything else that I should do? <laughs> wow, what happened? No, Grace, I want to know. So keep on doing it, you'll find effort becoming more. Let me tell you, uh, this Singapore is a very, uh, uh, something very passionate to me because I studied here in Singapore, in National University of Singapore. How many of you stay in Johor and travel to Singapore every day? How many of you like to do that? So, yeah, if you're going to help, that will be the thing. <laughs> because, because disappointment is being stuck in the crossway for two hours and three hours. I take three buses from Johor to come to National University of Singapore and take evening three buses back to Johor because my wife works in the Sultan Amina Hospital there. So, this is every day I travel like this to National University of Singapore. It continued like this, it was very agonizing. But the fact is, Sister Vasant, I just checked with your record uh, when you, when you, when you, because I verified the scientist. So uh, when, <laughs> when I asked, I asked uh, uh, Prof. Yeah, what uh, when she said that she was diagnosed, did she plug away totally and lament in silence and go into grief? He said no. She was still very active and she was still part and parcel of it. The point is, anything can ha happen in our life, but is our mind continuously engaged with the mission? That is what your phone today is no more phone, don't you charge it? The charging of the phone every day you charge, you keep it. Charging of the phone is charging to the mission, and Sister Vasanta did that. So she was continuously plugged like that. The mind becomes in a very nice, beautiful state. The auric field changes, and you find that the recovery phase becomes well. So I used to travel up and down like this, three buses up, three buses down. But in those days, Singapore was a lot of, again, we have so many centers. I was involved in the developing the T-News program. You can ask uh, uh, many, many programs. Every center, every night, we go to many centers and speak and create programs. And then night, we take the I take the bus back and stand the busway. As you're walking, the rain will fall. And you say, oh God, why is it the rain? We'll trench along the busway and then come back again next morning. So Johor also, I was very involved in the Johor activity. So Singapore, Johor, and Malaysia had the Malaysian Drama Festival at that time. And Brother Jagar being the president, said, uh, you uh, made arrangement and for me to fly. So I used to fly from Friday evening back, go to Singapore, go to Malaysia, and do the rehearsals and training. Now, of course, you have a lot of people there. But at that time, they didn't have this kind of expertise. So we did the rehearsals, dance, everything else, whole of Saturday, whole of Sunday, and Sunday night, come into the train, collapse in the train, get down in Tanjung Baga, go to the National University. Singapore, bathe and do all your, and then go into the lab and the professor will ask, how was your weekend? Oh, good sir, very good. <laughs> so for six months we were doing this work and finally I went to my professor, my results was not happening because all the results were failing. My professor told me to change the subject because this is something new, we are not very sure of what to do. 
So this was the time when I said, Swami, I'm doing this, doing this, all this work, nothing is happening, everything seems to be a failure, I'm not sure what to do. I resigned to the idea and said, Swami, please help. And I actually went to the National University of Singapore Library. I was sitting at the library, opening the newspaper to look at which theatre was the closest to go for a movie. <laughs> 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 this time was playing. So, <laughs> so I wanted to know where the Anamale movie was there. And suddenly, brothers and sisters, this is very true. Suddenly there was a very beautiful feeling that came into my heart. I folded the newspaper and I saw my legs, I saw my legs climbing the staircase. Up, because upstairs is all the journals and I saw my hand, I saw my hand going like this on the various journals that was there on the top. I picked up a journal randomly, I opened it randomly and on that particular journal in this particular paper was something related to my work. I photostated that paper, went back to my lab, started working on it and within just about three weeks after that, we got the result. I finished my PhD in one year, eight months. <laughs> one year, eight months and finished that. But I think doing anything, you focus 100% on something, I think anybody can become successful. I don't think anything great. You want to be a businessman, you can be very great. You can do everything. But commitment to satisfy mission. When you continuously want to, you want to have a worry, have this worry. How can I continue to contribute to Swami's mission? How can I be part of that legacy? What is it that Swami, how can I make this world? Look, Singapore is in a very distressful state. We have all the material prosperity, but people are not happy. Loneliness is becoming high. Suicide rates are high. What can I make a difference in the lives of Singaporeans? If I do this, Baba, I will fulfill your mission. What is the point of wearing white and white, Baba said? I'm asking you to wear a white inside because if you're not white inside, at least be white outside. <laughs> so race is proportional to effort. Race is proportional to effort. Actually, divine race plus human endeavor is equal to this. Race flows when there is pain. Now watch this very interesting equation. Race flows when there is pain. Now that is the first subject that you started with. So therefore, I put a change in. I, I don't know how to put a proportion. <laughs> proportional, actually it's a proportional sign, okay? Grace is proportional to effort. You put an equal sign, is grace is equal to effort multiplied by faith. So faith is the constant. So with constant faith and continuous effort, grace comes. This is the formula. I don't need to worry about any other formula. Whatever comes to my life, whatever problem that comes to me, I will do it. So surrender is a very important concept, making sure that you continue to do. A is acceptance. You have to accept certain things in your life. If it is like that, accept it. Accept it. Suresh, I cannot accept it. When I went to that center, how we did to know? And you carry that political mileage, political baggage with you, and you do it inside and put in your heart somewhere. I write, not in Swami's literature, I write somewhere. If you die, if the person who has harmed you, definitely he will get it. But for you, if you cannot know how to forgive, you also will get it. This is something that is forgiveness is a very important quality. So what does it mean, acceptance means? So I used to think when, when in the camp, in the Kaurava, the Pandava camp, it was all there. The Pandava children, uh, Draugadi's children were sleeping in that camp site. Then Ashwatthama came inside, took a knife and massacred Draugadi's children, killed every one of them and ran away. She came out, she saw her children totally destroyed, killed. She was very sad. She was crying bitterly. Arjuna went after Ashwatthama, caught him and brought him to the feet of Draupadi. And Draupadi said, you know, what did my children do that you had to come here and kill my children? Do you not know that to kill children while they are sleeping is the greatest sin? How can you do this? 
And Bhima was getting very angry. Bhima said, oh, this stupid woman, why don't you just kill her, kill him and finish it off. Bhima said this exact line. This entire story is from Swami's uh, words. Swami said, what? Draupadi said, you know what he said? Never mind. If by killing Ashwatthama, will my, will my children come like alive? If I kill, if I am having anguish, I don't want her to, I don't want him to die because his mother will have the same anguish. So never mind, let him go. Arjuna said, what? That if I let him go, I saw, I had the promise that I wanted to kill him. Okay, in that case, just shave, shave his hair and let him go. So I saw that, Veshma, if this is the injustice done to Draudi and her responses of this nature, then Baba is using that as a benchmark. What is that so great injustice that people have done to you that we need to keep it in our heart? Purity is the same thing. The concept of purity is, let it go because you are going to die, I am going to die. Hitler went to a palmist and told palmist, when will I die? Palmist looked at him and said, you will die on the Jews' public holiday. And when is that? Whenever you die, it will be the Jews' public holiday. <laughs> 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 so, grace <laughs> is proportional effort. When you have this grace, you start to see things in the right light, the wisdom will come. So acceptance is to see things in the light. Whatever that is happening in the world outside is only a reflection of our own impurity. If you're having problems in your life, it is your own impurity. You have to remove that. This patient person went to the doctor and said, Doctor, I have a problem. What? My wife is getting deaf, but I don't want to upset her. Is there any way I can find out? Oh, no problem. You can find out. You go to the house and stand the, uh, far away from the kitchen and say, what is cooking? And then you get closer and closer and ask the same question. Then that is the distance how, what, whether she's getting deaf or not. So the husband said, okay. He started, ah, darling, I've come. What's for cooking? No, sir. What is for cooking? What is cooking? What is she came closer, closer, closer. Came right here. What is cooking? She said, for the hundredth time, I'm telling you, I'm going to soup. in which creates the reaction of the world. If you are more and more pure, you will get a lot of things coming to us. Satisai International Organization, everywhere we have got very powerful, pure people, as white and white as you are wearing, we find that we will be able to become very missionary. So first point is the acceptance. We have to accept what it is. Uh, uh, Suresh, I cannot accept. What is it? Because my wife is nagging. What do I do? So, uh, Socrates had the same problem. His wife was really, yeah, <laughs> same issue. So, she had the same problem. And then you find that she would throw things at Socrates and all that. One day, she was not there. The friend was passing by. Socrates was standing outside. He said, why are you so sad? My wife has gone to shop. You should be happy. No, there is no one to test my patient. <laughs> so, everything is turned to a positive thing. Can you see, it is a very powerful concept. S-A, I. Every, the third point, when you when you feel that you have got the grace, every day can you wake up with inspiration. How many of you get up tomorrow morning? You get up, what? Here I come. <laughs> See that itself doesn't. Then anybody will die. You can get a public holiday. Nobody can. School, school children are here. How many of you get up in the morning and say, School, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, yeah, I'm coming. How many? Good morning. What is so good about the morning? Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, how was life? Okay, so so, you know how simple it is. Now I ask somebody, how is life?
like up and down. I asked him, are you working in the lift? Going up and down. and all the time you count your blessings that I have a bed, uh, my husband is with me, my children are here, my family, everything. You count the blessings every day, that's grace. The fact that you're breathing is grace. If you don't want to believe, come to the hospital. People are breathing like that. There's a problem there. You ask them, or you ask parents who do not have children, you compare that, that people with children are, oh, this one, I told you. They're complaining and complaining. There are young people or young girls who are not married, but you go and ask the married wife, oh, you have all the... I should have listened to my father. <laughs> so everybody is have a complaint. And you keep on complaining. When will we have the serenity, the tranquility, the kind of peace of mind for us to sit in contemplation, for us to concentrate, contemplate, meditate, transcend, and reach the other side. Because Baba said, the only purpose is for us to come back home and not suffer from spiritual Alzheimer's, getting attached to things. The center is a place for us to become detached. There are many people who go to the center and become attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, my friends, if you die, the devotees are not coming to you. I checked up. I've seen many members of the center who die at the funeral ground. However close you are, they will come to only a point. Especially when your body is pushed into the fire, nobody follows. <laughs> Husband who's so attached to the wife. Suddenly you find two hands coming behind and holding the husband and he's, you know, so I said, never let him go, let's see how fire <laughs> Hey, the fire is a fire, it will burn. Everything is only a limit. After that, you are on your own. So the point is to get connected inside, to be happy, to be peaceful, to joy, and to transmit the joy and happiness. I'm saying if you have a resolution, say it by 2020, Baba's birthday, 95th birthday, we will, this group of people will become ambassadors of peace and happiness and we will become the source of epigenetics, changing the environment of Singapore so that people become less stressful, less stressful. Are you stressed? No, but I give it to other people. <laughs> Why? How did you cure? He said, one of the cousins who came gave me this stack of Jerry Lewis movie. 
So he puts inside the Derelish movie, he was sitting there watching, 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 watching. He was laughing, 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 laughing. The body produced endorphins, his body physiology changed in the cover. But the doctors took the credit lump, but that's a different matter. <laughs> 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 but the point is, to continuously find, even when we go to hospital visit, how do we go? We have a cancer patient, is there? no, we go. <laughs> Look at you, man, you have that fat and now you have lost weight. You cannot eat anything, huh? Thank you.